tune in to a new episode of Trapped in a Bubble. I am your host, Dr. Tim Apollock. Today's episode is titled, You Are Losing, But Your Enemies Are Winning. What you have to understand is, it's all type of enemies. But we're only going to focus on one today. Now, one enemy is one that is an antagonist, someone that actively opposes you. They could hate you for what you stand for or what you are. Okay? Well, we're not going to focus on that tonight. What we're going to focus on, we're going to focus on a friendly enemy. A friendly enemy, I feel, is more dangerous is because you don't see them coming at you. They can come in many shapes, forms, and fashions. Meaning they can come as, as a husband, they can come as a wife, they can come as a boyfriend, they can come as a girlfriend, they can come as a baby daddy or a baby mama. It could be a so-called friend or it could be a family member. But what you have to understand is it's only a black or white area. Gray area no longer exists. Okay? It's day, it's night, it's life, it's death. So you have to understand either someone in life that you invite in is either going to bring you life or they're going to bring you death. Okay? They're either going to love you or they're going to hate you. They're either going to heal you or they're either going to kill you. But they can't love you and hate you. They can't hate you and love you at the same time. It's, it can only be one or the other. Either someone's going to be loyal to you or someone's going to be not loyal to you. Okay? So, you have to understand, well, why is your enemies winning and you're losing? First of all, it's because they study you. They get up close to you. You know what I'm saying? That's part of the problem. You give the enemy the information on how to hit you, hit your vulnerabilities, they know your strengths, they know how you move, and think about it is, you don't even know how they move, but you, but you, but they call themselves a friend, they always, always ask you, hey man, what you gonna do, hey, for example, hey, you know what, I was thinking about getting this little Ford Black F1, you know what I'm saying, then, you, then as soon as you say, oh man, I shouldn't even told this cat that, next thing you know, a couple months drop, drive past later, guess what, he pull up, guess what he pull up in, or F1, you know, it may not be black, but it might be blue, it's like, man, what you doing with that, hey, man, I, I started liking him, you know what I'm saying, so guess what, now, he's got one up on you, so it's always a competition when it comes to people who are your enemy, people who are jealous of you, people who don't like you, people don't hate you, but they play, they'll spend months, they'll spend weeks, and they'll also spend years getting close to you. And see, think about it is, they love to see you lose. That's the thing. They love to see you lose. And think about it is, they competing against you, and you you like, you're not even competing. you just trying to keep yourself going. You're trying to keep yourself active, you know? You're trying to keep your head above water. You know what I'm saying? So, when you when you go through that, what do you, what do you, what do you do? Okay? So... It's like a light. As long as the light is connected to a power source, guess what? Nine times ten, that light's going to come on. But if it's not plugged up to a power source, guess what? The light ain't going to come on. So that's how your enemies is winning and you're losing because they're connected to a power source. they connected to you. Okay? you connected to another power source. So you wonder why they're, they're grimy. they just they just a bad person. You know what I'm saying? 
but they still win it. How is that? Because they connected to you. Nine times out of ten, you're a good person. You know, I can't say what your, you know, your deity is, but, you know, most people try to live right. And you got some, they don't want to. They want the end result. They don't want to go through nothing, but they want they want to show up after. It's no different than you say, hey, man, help me build a house, man. Help me uh, fix this car. They don't want to come while the work is being done, but they want to come at the end result of it. You know what I'm saying? So, so think about it is, I'm going to tell you a story, real quick story, about your boy, Dr. Tim. Now, I met this guy uh, back in the Gap. I've been knowing him for 18 years. But it took me about 14 years to actually realize that he was not my friend. He was actually an enemy. I've told him personal things that was going on with me in relationships and stuff like that. And I told him some deep secrets that I never told anybody. You know what I'm saying? Every chance he get, he, he went and he told. You know, he was snitching like a little bitch. You know, that's what he was. So, but he would tell people. He would tell people, oh, Tim ain't no good. He this, he this, what, what, what. But then, you know, he wants to smile on my face. You know what I'm saying? He wants to come over to my house. He wants to eat my food. I, I, I paid for him to go on trips with my family. He spent holidays with me. You know what I'm saying? But this is what enemies do. This is what friendly enemies do. They learn about you, your surroundings, your support systems, your strengths, your weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch these people because these people can be a potential of being dangerous. Okay? Let me tell you something. When my mom first met this cat, she didn't even like him. You know? So, they kind of gave me, you know, I kind of started paying attention a little bit, you know. So, then I start seeing other people like, hey, they didn't like him. This dude's grimy. He, you know, he's an asshole. He's this, he's this. He's that, 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 that. So, I'm like, okay, why well, is everybody, you know, kinda, I'm going to give him a chance. Well, the thing about it was, in my heart, when I really looked back on it, when I first met him, I didn't even like him. So, you know, and so how did he get close? But, see, that's how these people do they infiltrate, you know what I'm saying? So you have to understand, you have to be careful. You can't let everybody in your immediate circle. You can't let people get close to you, you know what I'm saying? You know, think about it is, when you start studying great people, they have a very small circle. They have big networks. They have associates, you know, but they circle, you know, where they, where they lay their head at, where they rest at. They don't let people into that domain, you know what I'm saying? So... Think about this, uh, this so-called friend along the years, he would tell people, oh, Tim ain't going to be this, he ain't going to be that, he ain't going to mouth nothing, he ain't going to do this, do that. Some of these people came back and was like, Tim, this dude ain't no good, man. You need to stop messing with him. Now he down talking and everything like that. So I never I never really approached him about it. I just kind of kept it. And think about it was, uh, a year and a half before my mother had passed, I went ahead and cut the relationship off. So my mom had past, you know, untimely, he used it as a way to get back in. Well, think about it was, I was analyzing my life and all that stuff. At that time, my mom passed, you know, had the funeral. I was, you know, that year in 2012, I was between Texas and Florida. I wasn't for sure if I was going to return back to Kansas City or not. You know what I mean? So, I started to see how he really was. I was like, man, I don't like the way, way, way he moved and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, you're questionable. So, so to make a long story short, about a month or so before my mom had passed, she promised me, uh, made me promise, I'm sorry, to get back in school. I was like, Mom, I don't know if I want to go back to school. This is already got my social degree. Well, she was like, go back, promise me, get at least your, at least get your uh, bachelor's degree. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So my mom passed in that May. 
2012. I got back in school August of 2012. And that following year, May of 2013, I graduated with my bachelor's. I'm like, well, okay. Well, I passed with my bachelor's. I honored my mother's word. And I went back to school, got my bachelor's. So I'm about, I'm about to stop. But God works in mysterious ways. When I graduated with my bachelor's, I had credited in my master's. So one of my professors came to me and said, hey, Tim, you know, you, you are graduating with your bachelor's, but you have you have credits into your master's. You want to stay and get your doctorate. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. He made me promise, but I had a lot of love and respect for this professor. So I went ahead and went, went back. So the next year, I'm working real hard. At this time, I'm working, I'm working full-time at a hospital. I'm working night. So everybody was was chilling, watching YouTube, and they got to do their thing. I was in a book or I was writing a paper and all that different kind of stuff. So, you know, it's like, hey, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, whatever, whatever. Then it was a time where, you know, my uh, my family, you know, we went on the, we went on this cruise. And also that so-called friend that was a friendly enemy ended up going. While they were doing excursions, I had to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to have to take some time out, you know what I'm saying, take a official time out, I'm going to go back to my cabin, and I'm going to have to, you know, write some papers, you know what I'm saying, I got to uh, study, I got to read, so, so when I graduated the following year, which would uh, put us at 2014, not only did I graduate with my master's, but I graduated with a doctorate, so I graduated with two degrees, okay, one was in a doctor in theology, another one was in Christian counseling, you know, uh, I mean psychology, I'm sorry, okay, so I worked my butt off to get it, you know, now God works in mysterious ways, I love him, I never thought that I would ever become a doctor, which that was never my plan, I just wanted to honor my mom's uh, promise, so when I got my doctor cap and gown, it had my my future salutation. It said Dr. Tim Pollocky on it. Well, this so-called friend, he, he looked at it, and he had so much anger, so much jealousy in his eyes that he couldn't hide it. He couldn't mask it. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, dude, what's up? With you? Man, what's that? I was like, man, this is my cap account. I didn't know you were just getting your doctorate degree. It's like, hey, man, got enough credits. I mean, you got to understand something, man. I've been going out to this school on and off for 14 years. What are you talking about? Okay, so so my thing is, if he was a real friend, he would have been happy for me. You know what I'm saying? And so instead of just saying, hey, congratulations and everything like that, say, man, what you doing? But see, he's not looking at it like, okay, you barely at this time was going out to the school for two years and I helped you get your associates, bachelors, and masters. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, how you going to go from two, year, two years to a doctor? It don't make no sense. No way you can, you, you, can, you can do that. Don't, you know? But that's what I'm saying. Your enemies, they hate to see you win. You know what I'm talking about? When they see that you climbing, they hate that stuff. You know, they hate it with a passion. You know what I'm saying? It's, it was an anger. Because your enemies always wants to one-up you. I don't know what it is, but they always want to one-up you for some odd reason. But anyway, that was the first time that I really saw him being, like, real jealous and jealous, you know. But he was, you know, progressing. He's been successful. Like, oh, man, congratulations. Or, you know, he'll get a truck or something. Or, you know, or he got a job or a management job or... This and this, I'm like, hey man, congratulations. Because at this time, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm your friend. And 
I'm, you know, I'm glad that you're progressing. Then when you're around people that you love and you're around people that's on your team, you want them to succeed, you know? But the thing about it is, if you want people to succeed and you got some people in your camp that don't want you to succeed, that means that you're not on the same page. That means that you're not on the same team. That means you got a friendly enemy that you got to make an exact decision about that you need to go ahead and fire. You need to clear your squad out, you know? And I had went to uh, Vegas uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I ran into this guy, this older guy, and we just started talking, a five-minute conversation turned around, you know, to a 45-minute conversation, then it turned to be an hour conversation. And he, he's like, bro, I can tell that you, you're a good dude, but you got negativity around you. He's like, I was like, what? He was like, bro, he said, your squad is dirty. So you got a lot of uh, negativity around you. He said, well, how, I, you know, so I had to take a pause. I said, well, how do you know that? He said, man, he said, you remind me of me 20 years ago. He said, bro, he said, you need to get you a whole new team. He said, there's no way that you can be out here being successful doing the things that you want to do if you have negativity around it. You know what? I had to think about that. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, this dude this, this met me. And I said, man, he... He's right, you know what I'm saying? So, that's what you got to understand. When you have negativity, doesn't matter who it is, you need you need to go ahead and, and get them off your team. You need to fire them, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's no reason, that you, no way that you can be positive and you have somebody negative, that negativity will come in and poison your heart, your spirit, your soul. You know what I'm talking about? And so, how they would try to do it, say you've been working all day, or say you've been on the phone, or you've been working and you're tired, you know what I mean? And they'd be like, well, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Like, man, well, I just got out of work. I just got through working nine to ten hours. Hey, girl, you know? Well, what's wrong? You don't want to talk, and this and this and this. You have attitude. Like, no, I'm just tired. You know what I'm saying? But fine, if you don't want to talk, talk. See, what they're trying to do is they're trying to control. They're trying to manipulate. They're trying to control. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to dump their negativities and experience and all that stuff upon you they trying to you know put it on you so they can say ah i feel better which they don't want to do they they live they live junky they don't want to live right so what they want to do is they want to use you as a toilet seat instead of you having to deal with your your stuff on top of your tiredness then you're dealing with they mess you know what i'm saying which is not cool at all either but you're talking about you're talking about your friendly enemies your friendly enemies do not want to see you succeed they don't want to see you win they want to see you lose at all costs they want to see you fall and sometimes they'll even try to set you up you know you got to watch that up set you up to take a fall you know what i mean and so you have to be careful when you have negative people that's in your circle start removing them sometimes you can't just you know rear your your hand out of the lion's mouth but sometimes you got to ease it out sometimes you can't like just walk away sometimes you got to ease away you know what i'm saying don't play checkers, play chess. Can I say that again? Don't play checkers, play chess. Okay? So first thing you have to do, you be like, hey, hey, Doc, hey, bro, how, how can I, you know, start start this? Okay? No solution, no plan of action is done overnight. Okay? First thing you need to do is have the mindset to change. And what I mean by that is having a mindset to change is this. You cannot expect a new result if you keep doing the same thing, okay? So you have to have a mindset that you want to change, okay? Second thing is you need to plan 
form a plan of action. Okay, whatever it is. Get you a notebook. Write it down. Okay? That means that you have to go back to school or you need to start spending personal time at the library. You need to start working out. You need to start taking yourself out. You got to take some type of classes. Maybe you need to get away from people for a while. Whatever you need to do, do whatever it is you need to do. If that means that the resource, your resources are kind of limited and you need to go ahead and, and up it, then go ahead and get you, get you another job. Start up and do what it is you need to do to make your life better. Okay? Because your enemies, if they could, they would kill you mentally, spiritually, and physically and, and replace you with, with themselves if they could. So when you know people are negative and they toxic for your life, get rid of them. Get you another team that you know that's down for you. Get some people in your corner that you know support you, love you, and that, that you can also be down too. That, that you can also be loyal to too. That you can support them too. And you can support each other. And you can start building legacies and empire, empires together. So... Love you guys. I've been trying to record this episode over 12 times. Had to do it old school. Had to do it from a different platform. My phone was messing up. Kept trying to load it up. So I went old school. I went ahead and used a tape recorder with a cassette tape. So I love you guys. Talk to you soon. If you don't believe in yourself, believe in God. And I'm out.